What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Tomatolito Show. And uh, this episode's going to be a little bit more of a of a somber, a, a sad episode. Uh, if if you've been uh, and and maybe one uh, uh, to pay respect to to one of the one of the former greats of boxing, he left a, he he left a good legacy in the sport of boxing. Um, he left his mark on the sport of boxing in the late eighties and the nineties or mid to late eighties and the nineties and um and and had an effect right he was he was a household name uh by way of shocking uh the world with one of his victories um in the nineties and uh, and and I'm talking about um, Frankie Randall. Uh, Frankie Randall has passed away, and um, he, of course, he he has passed away at the age of 59. He's had a long battle with uh, pugilistic dementia, as uh, as the sources report, and uh, and of course Parkinson's disease as well. So Frankie Randall has passed away uh, today. As I'm uh, just a this, I'm actually uh, already uh, hitting nighttime here, so earlier today is when the news came out, and I immediately uh, went back to watch the one fight that that I just mentioned. How he he made his mark because of this fight. He had some amazing, amazing fights leading up to this uh, big event, and but this is the one that gave him notoriety and and put him on the map as a who's who. Um, after jumping, of course, with uh, with Don King Promotions, he started getting some of the bigger fights uh, of his career. Um, so again, Frankie Randall, the surgeon, uh, has passed away at age 59 after a long battle with pugilistic dementia and Parkinson's disease. Let's take a look at who Frankie Randall was inside the square circle and the legacy that he left. Uh, as far as an amateur, he had a decorated amateur career. He had 263 wins uh, and 23 losses was his overall amateur record. He was a five-time Golden Gloves winner. Uh, he won the silver medal in the uh, 1980 U.S. Olympic Trials. Uh, he had a 22-year professional boxing career, which spanned from 1983 all the way into 2005. 22-year career, of course... The latter, the latter years were a lot more losses than, than victories, but awesome, awesome as an amateur and as a professional, he was game each time in each time that he stepped through those ropes, he was going to give you a battle. Whoever was across that ring was in for a long night. Um, his professional career, the 22-year professional career, uh, he ends up closing his career with a record, an overall record of 58 wins. 18 defeats, one draw, 42 of those 58 wins uh, came by way of knockout. He was a three-time world champion. Um, Why is Frankie Randall, how did Frankie Randall become a household name? Well, Frankie Randall was the fighter who ended Julio Cesar Chavez's Yes, Julio Cesar Chavez, the famed Mexican fighter, Frankie Randall was responsible for putting an end to his 90-fight unbeaten streak. So Julio Cesar Chavez was 90 wins in when he stepped into the ring against Frankie Randall. And that night, January 29th of 1994 at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas is when these two met each other and Frankie Randall defeats Julio Cesar Chavez and puts a blemish on that record, on the 90-fight win streak that Julio Cesar Chavez uh, was on. Um, 
aside from Frankie Randall taking the title on on this night, January 29th of 94, um, he not only did he take the title and puts a blemish on that record overall, but during the fight, he also drops Chavez. This was the first time that Chavez had ever been dropped in a fight. So 14 years that Chavez had been uh, as a professional leading into that fight, in a 14-year career that Chavez had had up to that point, he had not tasted the canvas. He had not seen the canvas uh, or, or been put on the canvas. Frankie Randall was successful that night, puts him on the canvas, and eventually goes on to, uh, to win that fight. Uh, he was definitely the better fighter that night. Go back and watch that fight, guys. January 29th of 94, Frankie Randall versus Julio Cesar Chavez. They end up finally fighting each other three times. Um, but, but I'll cover that here with you, uh, here shortly. The first fight is it. The first fight is, is the one that you want to focus on because it was a historic fight. It's one of those historic fights that, uh, that left the stamp in the boxing, in the annals of boxing and in the history books of boxing. Um, there was there was a little bit of controversy during that night because it was there was low blows there was points deducted uh, the the fight ended up uh, Chavez ends up uh, actually um, berating some comments towards the referee at the end and of course the people are thinking that this is a robbery because Chavez cannot lose right he's on a ninety fight win streak Chavez cannot lose he's not supposed to lose so of course people are claiming robbery of course people are claiming that there was a uh, there was something crazy that went on there. Uh, you name it, right? The typical that we hear that the fight is fixed, or this and that, whenever it's a big profile fight. Nonetheless, go back, watch the fight, send me a comment. Let me know what you think uh, about the fight, uh, whether it's DM on, on Instagram or post it on the comments on Instagram once I post this, uh, this episode up or send me an email, Twitter, you name it. Just let me know what you think of the fight. If you've never seen this fight, if you watch this fight live or you've seen this fight before, go back and revisit it. You could find it on YouTube. You could find it anywhere. Just go back, revisit this fight. It was a legendary, legendary uh, night and one of the legendary fights of uh, of the sport of boxing. Um, let me know what you think because through and through, Frankie Randall was definitely the better fighter that night. There was a lot of controversy that happened through and post-fight, but nonetheless, Frankie Randall was a better fighter of the two. Um he wins a, the the title, takes the title away, gives a blemish to Chavez. A lot of stuff happened there with uh, with Chavez. Um, they would rematch later that year. Just over three months later, they end up having the rematch, and Chavez ends up regaining his title by way of scorecards. Of course, the fight. Of course, no shortage, no shortage of controversy once again, and uh, and the fight gets stopped. Chavez gets cut up. And the fight gets stopped, it gets taken to scorecards, and the fight is awarded to Chavez, gets his title back, Frankie Randall loses. And this is just a little bit over three months uh, after the uh, the initial fight. So January to, uh, I believe, it was May 7th or so. So it was just just after three months, right? In the, the three-month mark, because January 29th was the first fight. So this fight happened early, early May. Um, so there you go. Was a third fight due? Absolutely. A third fight should have happened. The rubber the rubber match should have happened. They should have ran this thing a third time. Uh, but it, it, it wouldn't happen. It, it did not come to fruition. Uh, it did end up happening, but it happened 10 years after that rematch. So think about that. 
that third fight was due to happen either at the end of that year or maybe the following year, and they should have had it had, had another go at it. It, it didn't it didn't take place. And so 10 years later, obviously 10 years too late for both fighters. They're both at the, uh, in the latter stages of their, their careers, their respective careers. They end up facing each other. And, uh, and well, you could imagine how that went. Um, I, I would definitely suggest, I would highly suggest check out, if you're going to check out these, uh, the, the, the three fights that these two had, check them out. It's, it's awesome to see Frankie Randall and Julio Cesar Chavez. The first fights, the one that's going to leave you, um, leave you wanting more. And then you're going to go check out that, that rematch, right? Those are the main two fights of, uh, of this, uh, trilogy that, that you should know. Kind of like, uh, kind of like, uh, the Godfather series, right? The first and second is all you need to watch. The third one, I mean, we could debate it whether you think it was good or why it wasn't good. But to me, if you just watch the first and the second Godfather, this is kind of like this fight, right? The first and second fight of this trilogy is uh, is all you need to know. Uh, the third fight, uh, neither here nor there. Um, nonetheless, listen, he left his mark that night, January 29th of 94, uh, will forever be remembered as Frankie Randall's highest. That's when he reached the highest peak of his career and, uh, and notoriety. And then the rematch happened. And of course, no shortage of controversy there on the, uh, on that rematch, uh, just three months later, uh, his final 20 fights, his final 20 fights, as I was doing research on Frankie Randall, his final 20 fights spanning from 1996, all the way until he retired in 2005, he would go 6-14 and 14 out of those 20 fights. Six wins, 14 defeats. And, uh, and yes, there, was, there, were, there were some competitive fights, uh, but he, was also, uh, he also suffered some gruesome knockouts along the way. Those 14 losses that he had, some of them were really bad knockouts. And, um, and it, it's almost like they were selecting him or, or he ended up serving um, kind of like the role of the name on these up and coming fighters or other, other fighters resumes, right? Which we, we see that happen quite, quite often, right? Nowadays, and it's, it's happened forever. They end up utilizing that name on their resume and you think it's going to be a big fight. That's the reason the fight sells because of the name. And, um, and then the fighters past his prime and ends up getting, getting badly hurt, right? So, uh, those final 20 fights, you see his record, uh, six and 14 in the final 20 fights of his career. He retires in 2005. And, uh, and some of the notable names that, that he ends up fighting aside from Julio Cesar Chavez, um, Frankie Randall ended up squaring off against, you name it. He gave a run, uh, for their money to whoever was across that ring. Uh, some of the other notable names that he faced, uh, along his career were Freddie Pendleton, uh, Edwin Rosario, one of the biggest names that he could have faced, uh, Primo Rosario, uh, Juan Martin Cogi, uh, the Argentinian fighter, uh, Michel Picciarillo, uh, ends up being another one of his opponents, Antonio Margarito on his, on his way up, uh, Oba Carr on his way up, uh, in his career as he was building his career. Um, some of the more notable names, right, that he ends up, uh, that he ends up fighting. Um, Julio Cesar Chavez was definitely, when he defeats Chavez, that's the highest point that his career reached. And, um, Edwin Rosario was one of them, but the Chavez, the Chavez point was, that was, that was the all-time max for Frankie Randall. And, uh, and so he's forever going to be remembered as the man who put an end to that 90 fight win streak. Um, check out his career. 
go ahead and, uh, and and see some highlights. He's an awesome fighter. You'll you'll love him. And he would have fit in in today's boxing. He would be a who's who uh, in today's lightweight and uh, in welterweight divisions. But he was a lightweight, super lightweight, and uh, fast hands, good footwork. Good, uh, he used to put good combinations together and, uh, and a good chin, good overall chin. Um, so RIP, rest in peace, the surgeon, Frankie Randall. And, uh, and this is, this episode obviously goes out to, uh, to his fans, um, and to his family out of respect and to pay a little homage to the great champ that was the surgeon, Frankie Randall. I'll leave you all with this and I'll talk to you all soon in the, in the upcoming episode. Take care. Bye.